Uh, recovery efforts continue in Tonga after the kingdom was hit with a tsunami following the eruption of the Hunga Tonga Hunga Hapai underwater volcano, uh, volcano last month. And on top of that, the recent outbreak of COVID-19 in the kingdom. Uh, we cross now to Tonga to speak with RNZ correspondent uh, Kalafi Moala uh, for more. Malo and uh, Malo Pito, thank you as always for your time, Kalafi. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for having me on. Kalafi, what's the latest? Well, the latest is, is that on Monday we had 139 uh, uh, active cases in Tonga. And then by this morning, it has gone up to 208. Uh, so um, uh, basically out of the 208, there's been uh, seven that has been discharged. Uh, and then six have uh, been tested uh, negative as well. So uh, 13 altogether that have been uh, tested negative out of that number. Uh, but there are two hot spots that are quite concerning in Tonga. One is the uh, uh, spread of the virus that's happening, taking place in our prison, Huatoli Toli prison. Uh, there are 30 there. Uh, among the prisoners and also among the wardens that have been infected. Uh, so that's a, a real hot spot there of great concern. The other one, of course, is at the Tanoa Hotel where the uh, uh, passengers that had come in on Tuesday from Australia, New Zealand, and Fiji on three different planes uh, they are being uh, quarantined at, uh, at that uh, facility. And by this morning, we were told that there are 25 that have been tested positive uh, out of uh, those that have uh, arrived on Tuesday. So that's our, our situation there with the, uh, the, the, the spread of the virus. Kalafi, what measures have the government put in place or restrictions to manage or to manage or deal with this current outbreak in Tonga, please? Well, we're still, of course, on lockdown mode, uh, <clears throat> and uh, in, in a sense, there, even though there is a, uh, a spread of the virus, it's not as as big up to now as we thought it would be. We were thinking since the uh, Monday, that the, the multiplication probably would double or triple. Uh, but so far, as I have mentioned earlier, it, uh, the, the, the two hot spots right now is the prison as well as the hotel where we're uh, MIQ facility there. And, uh, and yet, at the same time, the government is uh, pretty active in, in trying to uh, during this lockdown uh, uh, period, uh, restricting any travels, any gatherings, uh, basically enforcing uh, people to wear masks, uh, as well as uh, as keeping uh, the, the social distancing and so on. So uh, it, it's the normal uh, way of doing it. And the other thing, too, that's quite encouraging is that uh, uh, those that are still unvaccinated, by Monday we had uh, 1,344 people 
still unvaccinated in Tonga. And by this morning, it had gone down to 1,197. And uh, according to the Minister of Health, they expected uh, by the end of the week, uh, it could go down to under 1,000. This, of course, means, Brian, that we are in the first doses at 98%, and we're now over 90% those that have been uh, uh, vaccinated uh, twice. And then, of course, there is an ongoing booster uh, shot that's ongoing among those that have been double vaccinated. And so in, in terms of that program, I think it's going well. Uh, we uh, are awaiting, though, a decision from government uh, by tomorrow whether this 14-day uh, lockdown we are in is going to continue or not. It ends on Saturday, of course, and and so tomorrow we have been told that they will be uh, making a decision on uh, on that regard. Kalafi, with the current uh, outbreak and uh, as well as the uh, lockdown currently in place, uh, what impacts is, if any, that are having on the recovery efforts after the volcanic eruption and subsequent tsunami from last month? Well, there's a, a huge impact, uh, Brian, because you, you uh, people are forbid to... Uh, go out and do any kind of work, uh, particularly in groups. Uh, so because of that, uh, there is no uh, ongoing recovery work. Uh, I, I must say, though, that the if, the, if there's anything going on, it's the um, naval ships that are here, and there are now five that are in port, a uh, couple of ships from uh, New Zealand, one from Australia. Uh, there's a couple from uh, from China, and and they are quite active in their involvement in the cleanup of several islands and, uh, and and so on. They've got helicopters where they can fly uh, directly into those islands. So other than that effort, in terms of the local people who are under lockdown, there's very little that they're doing. Uh, the impact, though, of the COVID entering into Tonga, as people were still being shocked and uh, grieving uh, from what happened with the eruption in the tidal wave, and then this COVID uh, uh, virus entrance came into Tonga, and so it's, it's like a double whammer. People were again deepened in their in their grief. And one of the great uh, concerns, of course, that have gone out, particularly from the Ministry of Health, is the, the fact that uh, the, the psychological, the mental, the emotional uh, impact that, that has on the population, uh, even with people being evacuated to uh, strange environments that they're in, uh, people that are on lockdown, not knowing uh, what to do during that time. So... Uh, obviously, there is some uh, uh, psychological and, and emotional impact on, on people uh, throughout Tonga. And, and that's a, a great concern. And I think uh, church leaders and, and other social workers are, uh, are trying to see what they could do during this situation right now. Mm. Kalafi, I must ask, with regards to... Uh 
those of our Tongan community that have been made homeless as a result of the tsunami. You know, what is the current situation there, and you know, what's happen- What what help is in place for them? Well, I give you two examples uh, from the island of Mango. Uh, the, the village, the island was completely destroyed. There was. Uh, the only thing that was standing uh, in in that uh, island was a church in in a school hall. Uh, even though they were destroyed, but they were the only structures that were standing. The rest of the houses were completely wiped out. And then there is another uh, island um, pretty close by in the Haapai uh, Island group. Uh, what has happened is that everyone from these uh, places where uh, their residence was destroyed, have been evacuated. And the majority have been evacuated into Nukualofa, the main uh, uh, town in, in Tonga. Some of them are staying in church halls. Some of them actually are staying with families and friends. But there are places where these are being uh, relocated and they are being taken care of by uh, uh, health. Uh, some of this help, of course, are help that is coming from the Tongan community overseas, like in New Zealand, and some of the uh, help uh, help that the government is uh, delivering directly to these people, taking care of them. So that's the situation right now in terms of plans for reconstruction and uh, returning these people to their islands and their homes. Uh, there's talk about it, but I would say... Uh, probably there are a number of them that would probably be totally relocated to uh, locations that could be safe from this kind of natural disasters. Finally, please, Kalafi, in terms of the uh, efforts uh, to restore infrastructure, especially, uh, especially around you know telecommunications and that, uh, what is the latest uh, on, on that on that uh, area? Yes, as, as you know, Brian, the the ship. Uh, that had come to uh, do the repairs of the, our cable. They have found the cable, and uh, repairs have been uh, going on in the last few days. There has been an announcement from our prime minister that on uh, on the 20th of this month uh, that uh, they hope to see uh, the cable working and there would be the reconnection of our internet service. So. We're, we're quite uh, happy with that news, and everybody's looking forward to that. Kalafi uh, Mwala, RNZ correspondent in Tonga. Always a pleasure. Maro Pito, Kalafi, thank you as always for taking time. Really appreciate it. Of Maro, thank you. Thank you so much, Brian. Bye.